Hey, it's Sylvia Grace. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for stopping by. I don't take you all for granted for one second. So today I wanted to discuss, I just want to speak straight from the heart um, with the recent life experience um, from my title. Um, it says, could you be, what's my title say? I can't even say it, but along the lines are, are you withholding you back? And that's, you know, one of the worst things you can ever do and what I've done before is not be honest with myself, you know, know thyself, you know what I mean? And when you're not honest with yourself, you limit yourself. For instance, you know that you could have, um, you shouldn't be surprised that you were uh, passed up for the promotion because you just did enough to uh, get by. You know, it's easy to be like, oh, they don't like me or, oh, it wasn't because I'm a woman. Oh, because I'm black. Oh, because I'm, you know, this and that. No, they didn't promote you because you didn't, ex- you are just a mediocre employee. Like, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. You know what I mean? So I just say that to say, like, don't, and basically don't make excuses. You know, when you take a look back and say you know would you have hired you would you have promoted you you know and to be honest be honest with yourself you know what I mean don't let's not sugarcoat it you know a lot of things when I look back over my life you know and I just look at certain situations just even and I noticed this a lot a lot of women do it and I was guilty I Sylvia Grace was guilty of this you know, until I matured and until I had to have a real talk with my own self. I had to check my own self. But in relationships, excuse me, in relationships, when it didn't work out, you know, it's easy to like, he did this and he, you know, pointing the finger. And while that person, yeah, he may have done this or that, but I allowed it. You know what I mean? I, because of where I was in life, I truly believe you are what you attract. And that's why I'm not mad of none of my exes because I attracted who I was. There was times where, you know, I was broken. And I attracted that, you know, because I wasn't whole. So I was attracting broken people to me in my life because I was broken. You know, so I honestly can say that I'm not mad at any of my exes because, it, you know, there's just, we're at a point, maybe they know better, whatever the case is, you know, at the end of the day, people can only do what to uh, treat you or do to you what you allow, you know, and I, I see this a lot, and just not only uh, specifically for women, I've heard men too, you know, be bitter and you know, say, well, she did this or this, she did that. And she's crazy. That's infamous. Oh, she's crazy. Okay. Perhaps. <laughs> but by the second or third crazy girlfriend, did it ever dawn on you? Look at yourself. What am I putting out? What am I releasing to attract these crazy women? You know, 
or same thing with women, you know, you know, this he's crazy too, or whatever it is. But you have to look at yourself and, and say, take a self check, self evaluation. What am I doing? Always take the lesson when things don't work out. Yeah, it's it's sad. You know, we want really, especially if we're really into that person. You know, but you always can look and and take the lesson. What could I have done differently? You know, what role or what part did I play? Because until you recognize um, the part that you played or the role that you played, you're not going to grow from that. And you're going to carry the same uh, the same traits or same action or behavior or demonstrate the same behavior to your next relationship. And it's just basically going to be a cycle until you uh, finally... Uh, get you know take a step back and really see you know what it's me <laughs> it's me standing in my own way so that was just you know I just wanted to share that with regards to like from a relationship aspect because I see that so much just you know speaking with other women and listening you know um, to their uh, relationship um, concerns or but I saw that a lot where oh excuse me where women want to blame their exes you know and you don't grow from that you know just take it chalk it up as a learning lesson and keep it don't hold on to bitterness you know whatever happened remember we have to forgive because our father forgives us and Trust me, you may not see it now when you're going through the thick of things. But once time has passed, and you'll be happy that, you know, number one, you'll look back and be like, wow, okay, you're obviously not going to feel the same. You're not going to be hurt. And just think you're one step closer, you know, to meeting who God has for you. You know, we always see, we've heard, like, there could be a blessing in disguise, you know. Things don't work out for for different reasons. You don't see it. Sometimes you don't see it right away. I mean, if you're fortunate enough, you can see why that relationship didn't work. But I actually just saw a meme today um, where it says this woman in her, her wedding dress with her um, husband. And it basically said, you know, one day you're going to see why the relationship with others didn't work out. And that's so true. You know, but again, you can't stay there. And I just think of another example in my life. Um, Just recently, I was working on a big project um, that was rolled out. And there were several different people involved. And um, it was outside of my comfort zone. Something I did before was very time consuming. My goodness, it monopolized a lot of my time. And then... You know, it's those that work with, um, I'm sure everybody's worked with different people, but it's one thing when you're working a project on your own, you know what I mean? Then you can uh, get what you need, you know, at your own leisure. But when there's other parties involved, you're working other people's time schedules, you know, you're working, um, at, not want to say at their pace, but basically you're at their mercy, you know, because it's like you may need this piece of information to complete, you know, what you need to get done. Um, so it was just so many moving parts 
it was so many moving parts. And I just remember just uh, getting frustrated because when I think you put out one fire, another fire is developing, you know, so it was just putting out fires, you know, and it was just at a fast rate when as soon as I think, you know, I can get ready to take a breath, then something else happens or this is not right. So it was just very frustrating because it didn't seem like there was an end, you know, and uh, it was demanding. It was demanding. And I remember, I mean, to be honest, I would just, you know, I had a couple nights where I was crying. I was just like, I didn't understand, like, why, what's going on? You know, because I, um, the person that I was working with uh, closely kept saying, I, I, I. And while they did put, you know, together the deck, um, you know, I still played a part in it too. And it was just, I didn't feel like when somebody's saying I, and it's supposed to be a T, and then it was just like, you know what? Why am I even doing this? You know, because it was coming from another party um, who would send the edits. And then the person who created the deck would send it to me to edit. And it's just like, well, didn't you create the deck? Why are you sending it to me to make the edits, to send back to you, to send back? Do you know what I mean? It just seemed like, you know, it's too many moving parts. Like cut out the middleman, you know, and I just didn't understand why this person just didn't do the edits themselves since they created it. They know how they want it to look. Like, I didn't understand why they were giving it to me. And I remember just asking the Lord, like, you know, I know that, like, nothing, everything we go through has a purpose. And I know there's purpose for this. And I know that I'm frustrated right now. Like, I was just, I speak to God candidly. I was candid in my conversation because I was just really frustrated and overwhelmed because it, it monopolized a lot of my time on top of my regular, you know, day-to-day um, things that I have to do, my responsibilities. And it was almost to the point where I just didn't even want to see, face that person, you know. And I think at one point, well, I don't think, I know at one point we were pretty frustrated with each other. <laughs> you know, and I was just, uh, I had to, you know, I needed some space, to be honest. But we were working with deadlines, you know, so I had to pit, put my feelings aside. And that was, think, one of my hashtags, get out of your own feelings, get out of your own emotions. You know, because if I had stayed in my feelings, especially when she kept saying, I was two seconds to be like, there's no I in team. You're not the only one that's working, you know, getting my, you know, no good comes from the flesh. No good comes from the feel, from um, acting off emotions, you know, so I had to um, really prey on it and was basically waiting for the Lord to reveal, you know, um, a plan. And I remember no sooner than I had prayed that prayer and I even, um, had uh, my spiritual father pray and he had given me prophetic instruction and I want to say within that uh, it was really short maybe within a week no later than a week um, I was talking with the person 
and just out of the blue they were like you know they just wanted to uh excuse me they just wanted to um acknowledge my hard work and you know they said um just basically said you know know that this has been daunting and you know uh frustrating at times and I was thinking yes it has and you know this person has said um you know I just wanted to acknowledge acknowledge you and thank you for all your hard work and she said you know it's something that I could have easily have done but I wanted you to get the experience from it I wanted to you I wanted um for you to learn and to grow and you know be part of something that um is great and I was just like wow like my questions were answered because that was one of my questions to the Lord like you know why don't she just do it herself like leave me out of this you know and all my questions were answered and my desire was you know was fulfilled because I just wanted to you know, I don't need for you to me to pat me pat me on my back but at the same time it's no I in team and if I'm spending just the amount of if not more same time working on this where are we getting this eye from? You know what I mean? But had I stayed in my feelings and allowed my emotions to get the best of me, um, because there were some times, like I told you, that we were just frustrated with each other because it was, you know, the back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth, you know, and expectations were high, you know, it's like, okay, you do realize I have other responsibilities too, you know, but the Lord, you know, where you are now is just a step in the next, in the right direction to the next level and to what he has for you, the blessings. You know, each level, each step is a process. He's processing you. He's perfecting you. You know, we have things that we're believing God for, whether it's a promotion, whether it's a vehicle, a house, a spouse. Um, a business, you know, I, and be honest, again, just going back to what I said earlier, if the Lord were to bless you with the very thing you've been desiring tomorrow, can you honestly say that you're ready? Just take a moment to think about that. If he were to bless you with a car tomorrow, do you have money set? Aside? Okay, let's say it's a new car. Are you going to be able to handle the car note? Are you able to handle the insurance? Especially if it's, you know, um, well, if it's a brand new car, you know, you got to have, compre- you know, f- the full um, package, collision, comprehensive uh, coverage, you know. Are you prepared? Do you have money set aside for repairs later on down the road? You know, even if you're believing for a used car or a newer car, let's say you have an old, you know, 2006 or whatever, and you believe in God for 2014 or whatever, do you have money set aside? Are you prepared? If it's an older car, you know, do you have, uh, do you plan on getting uh, AA? You know, make sure you are planning, uh, are preparing for what you're believing God for. 
you know, just with the house. Okay, you want a house, are you prepared to keep that house clean? Are you able to, are you going to be able to heat the house? You know, you're praying for a 4,000 square foot house and you have a one bedroom apartment, <laughs> you know, that you can have central air, but are you prepared to maintain the upkeep of it? You know, maintain the backyard, the front yard, you know, just all these different factors. You know, I think it's so easy to be like, oh God, I want a house, I want this, I want that. But what are you doing to prepare for the things that you're believing him for? Yeah, the Holy Spirit took me in a whole nother direction. <laughs> but it's, it's a necessary, it's a conversation needs to be had. Especially because we're, you know, we're in the last quarter, you know, we want to finish well. And even now, like we should be preparing for, even though we're in October, we should be preparing uh, for or putting the right things in place for 2020. We should be preparing now. Actually, we should have been preparing. You know, so you want to finish strong. You want to finish well and put yourself in a good position. You know, if you're believing for those things that I just said, a house, a car, you know, how's your credit score? You know, how's your credit? <laughs> Are your cards maxed out? If somebody whose cards maxed out, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, mean or anything, but you, you know, that's not showing signs of readiness. You know, because we know the house, house takes, you need furniture, you need, you know, it's all these things, you know. So you want to be debt free. You know, because the house is a responsibility. You know, those are people are preparing, you know, or desire to have a pet. You know, just think of, um, with my own dog the other day I uh, it was just yesterday it was raining and the wind was blowing and uh, she had ran out of food and I did not feel like going out in that weather in the rain to get her food she already had eaten for the night but I knew just for the next day I mean I could have easily given her um, table food but I don't want to start that you know what I mean um, but because you know, she's a responsibility. We have to do things that's part of adulthood. We do a lot of things that we don't want to do. You know what I mean? So I had to get myself out in that rain and to get her food. You know, people want to own pets because they're cute, but it's bigger than that. Do you have a, a place for this uh, dog or cat or whatever, you know, it is? You know, they need to have their shot. That comes, everything's cost. A responsibility comes with a cost. So, like I said, even if you're just preparing for, um. Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast channel. My name is Sylvia Grace. And today I wanted to talk about, um, disappointments. Basically, you can see from the title, you know, uh, you know, what do we do when, how long are you going to mourn what didn't work out? And how do you get over that? You know, disappointments, it's inevitable. It's its part of life. Um, and actually, it's necessary because if you, we, imagine if everything we desired or everything we wanted, you know, always worked in our favor, then how do you grow from that? Just think of those that have children. If you raised your, 
your children um, to always get their way and everything they want, um, you know, they have. I mean, basically, you're not preparing them or doing due diligence to be productive members of society because uh, that's not reality, you know. And while disappointments don't feel good, they're necessary. And there's a lesson to learn from every disappointment. And sometimes we have disappointments because things don't work out how we felt they should work out. But we know that God, on the other side, that God has something greater. And sometimes expectations can harbor resentment. So I'm mainly um, speaking from the book of First uh, Sam- Samuel 16, um, 1. Um, well, really the whole chapter, but I just want to focus on the first verse because I think that's the whole premise for this uh, podcast. But First Samuel 16, 1 reads, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, and I have chosen one of his sons to be king. You know, obviously, um, Samuel was very disappointed um, because things didn't work out with Saul. And, you know, as I stated before, and sure, the Lord was disappointed as well. A lot of people were disappointed. Were disappointed. And like I said, you know, before, disappointment is a part of life. But the key is not to remain in it and not to wallow in it because... When we do that, number one, we're not looking forward. And I just think of that um, meme where we've seen it with the real view uh, mirror where it basically says, you know, how can you look forward if you keep focusing on the past? And I know we've seen this all too often. I know we know somebody um, that we're connected to or, you know, just a co-worker or whoever where you you see it, they're so focused on what didn't work out, and they're um, you know they're not looking at the future in the you know as it um, as they have a bright future. They're just focusing on what didn't work out. So today I wanted to come before you and ask you this question: What is your saw? Is it a job loss, a failed friendship, a relationship, maybe a business deal that didn't work out, past disappointments, your um, upbringing, your childhood? You know, what is it from your past that you still haven't been able to move forward with? Um, You know, it's... And it, this is not to make light, you know, because we've all been through, you live long enough, you've been through some things, you know, and and that's why I feel compelled and the Lord placed it upon my heart to be open and transparent about some of the things that I experienced, you know, and my goal is for you, number one, to learn from the experience and to not just experience it and keep it to yourself, but, you know, we are the body of Christ. And we are, you know, uh, as a body, we need to encourage one another. And if I see that you're going through something that I've experienced, 
I can't just sit there and watch you go through it. You know what I mean? I'll try to coach you through it and, and tell you what I did to to move forward and provide scripture or whatever it is, whatever the Lord lays upon my heart. But the key is when you go through things and you see someone else going through it is not just to keep it to yourself. You know, we don't go through things to keep it to ourselves. You know, we, we have to um, encourage one another, you know, and a wise counselor or, you know, I always think of Titus three where, you know, we are to coach the younger um, sisters in Christ or to teach them, you know, most, most of the great people that you see, they have coach and mentors, you know, they don't just get to where they are by just, you know, doing what they're doing. I mean, yeah, it comes with practice, like if we're talking about athletes, but even the athletes, they have coaches <clears throat> because we have to be, and even in the Bible, it says we should have a wise counsel. So I just wanted to really kind of speak on that because I've seen this all too often and just, you know, the people that I know and actually one person in particular, um, where they just can't seem to get over what happened in their childhood. And this person was well into their um, 70s, you know, and while they've had some unfair things happen and some traumatic things happen, you know, they, they're still living in the past. And like I said, they're in their 70s. And it's unfortunate because it robs them of their uh, future, you know, and to be in, in your 70s and still be um, caught up in what happened in your 20s and how things or people didn't treat you fair, you know, you're doing yourself a, a injustice. So, you know, disappointments and failures, uh, like I said, are a part of life, but the key is to move forward from it and to know um, how to do that. So I just wanted to kind of you know, to share some tools that will help you to be able to move forward, um, heartbreak or devastation or disappointments, you know, but the good thing is that, you know, our Lord and Savior, you know, God is a God of restoration, so whether it's whatever you lost, he can restore, you know, double, double, you know, and he can multiply it. So if you've, you know, got caught up in a bad business deal or lost a business or lost a job, God can certainly, he's our creator. He's ruler over all. He is sovereign. You know, he can replace what you lost. You know, it's just a matter of having that faith and, you know, letting him know your desires and also, you know, doing your part. And what I mean by doing your part, if you're believing God for, you know, a job, you need to put out your resumes or ask people, you know, is anyone hiring? But you basically have to do your, your due diligence and get making it happen. You know, you do your part and God will handle the rest. But, you know, the, the key is just to look for and just know that God has greater. And, that, you know, this was just a, a bump in a road. You know, Paul says, Apostle Paul said in the Bible, you know, in this life we will have trials and tribulations. So, but we know that our future is bright, you know, and 
often you've heard faith compared to um, a muscle. You know, each time you go through something, it increases your faith. And you know that this too shall pass. Yeah, I might have lost that friendship, you know, but there's greater, you know. There's uh, billions of people in the world, you know, that that person can be replaced, basically. Your God has something greater. Maybe that person is not going where you're going, you know, or maybe that person was just seasonal. That doesn't make it that person a bad person, but it just means that you all are uh, going in two different directions or do the two different paths. And where God's taking you, that person can't go. And I know it hurts, but, you know, we know that pain is just temporary. But just know that there's greater. As long as you know and keep in uh, mind that God has something greater, you know, it's kind of hard to stay in the valley. You know, because we know that there's something greater. So, how to get over your uh, disappointments or past failure is number one to really read scriptures that um, number one forgive that let me let me scratch that number one forgive that person and forgive yourself maybe it wasn't something uh, the person did but something you did but forgiveness you have to forgive yourself or forgive that person number two look for uh, encouraging um, scriptures and decree and declare it over your life. Prophesy over your life, you know. Uh, because when you decree a thing and declare it, you know that his promises are yes and amen. And you have something to look forward to. Uh, number three, get around people that are encouraged, that can encourage you, that support you, that love you. And that uh, will be able to, um, you know, speak life into you. Now, it shouldn't be your crutch. Let me just, you know, preface it with that. Don't let that be your crutch. But, you know, every now and again, we do need um, the ones that we esteem. We do need encouragement for them, you know, from them. And number four, I do this myself. I have a, a prayer journal where, and I know I've mentioned this before, where I had put down, there's a place to put down your prayer requests. And then there's a place, like, and you also put the date and when it was answered. So sometimes when I need to be encouraged, I look back at that prayer journal and see, you know, and go over things that answer prayers and know that, you know, this was something I was believing God for and this is when it happened, you know. Or if you ever receive um, a prophetic word, you know, to read it make sure you record it whether um, you keep it on your phone or uh, in a journal I personally like to do both um, actually <laughs> have to be more diligent with writing them down but it really helps you to get through those those challenging times because you know sometimes we need that and sometimes the disappointments can last you know a little longer than what we would like but, you know, it, you'll get through it. You'll get through it. And just like, and just look back. I mean, and don't stay there. You know, I was just finished telling you, like, don't look back. Uh, don't concentrate on the past. But just for a second, just look back at the situations that you never thought that you would be able to get through. And you've gotten through it, you know, and you didn't even know. And one day you woke up and you were like, wow, you forgot all about that person that hurt you. You know, sometimes they say time heals all. 
not necessarily is what you do with that time. If you use that time to heal and focus on, you know, um, getting yourself together or whatever, you know, um, whatever the case may be, you kind of forgot about that person or it wasn't something where they would consume your thoughts every day and then it starts as time goes on and as you're working on yourself uh, little by little you know you think of that person less where it was every day now it's maybe every uh, week and then it's every other month and then before you know you're not even thinking about that person anymore and just with that when you get stay in the past and you get consumed with what didn't work out you're not allowing God to leave room leaving room to Um, put new things in your life you know you got to get rid of the old to make room for the new so if you're pining over a relationship that working out a job that didn't work out a promotion that you didn't get you're not allowing God to do the new thing you know a lot of times people um and I can only speak from a woman's perspective and not to say that it doesn't happen in men but they're so consumed of this relationship didn't work out that they're not healing you have to heal and uh, basically work through what didn't work out and also take the uh, take accountability um, because you played a part in it <laughs> you played a part in a relationship and just learn from it so you don't take where whatever it is that you've identified into your next relationship you know um, same thing like with a job you know, maybe it lost a job. Um, but in hindsight, you know, okay, well, maybe I could have uh, showed up for work on time, you know. So in the next job, you know, to maybe even show up earlier than, you know, your, your scheduled time. You know, we make mistakes. That's part of life. None of us are infallible. But you just, the key is to move forward. So... You know, I just pray that this has encouraged you. And it, it will work out. You know, I just want to, I just, the Holy Spirit had dropped um, in my spirit. Uh, Revelations 3, 8. Let me just go to that real quick. With, uh, regarding open doors. So, Revelations 3, 8 reads... I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you open door, an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. So what God has for you is for you. If whatever it is didn't work out, that, because, that means because God has something greater. And it wasn't meant to be. You know, expectations harbor resentment. If it was meant to be, it would have been. You know, that just means something is greater on the other side. You just have to have no and have faith that, you know, God has what's best for us. And he knows the beginning from the end, you know. So we may only be able to see so much in front of us where he can see, you know, 20 years down the line, 10 years down the line or whatever it is, you know. And remember, our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our plans are not his plans. Just know that his plans are greater. You know, he knows us better than we know ourselves because he's our creator. And he knows he can see things that we can't see. So just trust and believe that he knows 
you know, what's best for us. And um, I just oh, I forgot to to uh, give a time what happened in my life. You know, I always like to share a story, a life experience, you know, so you can see that I can speak from, you know, everything that I pretty much, and if I can't, you know, and if, if it, I haven't experienced, you know, it's someone that has experienced, but most of the things that I discuss is because I've experienced it. But in my own life, I never forget, um, I really, really wanted this job. And it was, I mean, there was no reason at, in my limited way of thinking that I shouldn't have gotten the position because a former co-worker worked there and she had put in a good word and actually I think she she was the reason why I had gotten the interview um you know I had submitted my resume and everything and they called me in and you know the interview went well so I mean I'm almost one is I was so confident that I had the job just because like I said you know everything had went well I knew the job um, and I knew somebody that worked there and she actually, like I said, put it a good word for me. And I was like, just almost like cleaning out my, de- well, I was cleaning out my, de- <laughs> I was cleaning out my desk little by little, taking stuff home. So when I put in my two weeks, you know, I would basically have less stuff to take home. Well, I forgot whenever the time period, he said that, you know, the, uh, hiring manager said they would get back to me. But that day came and went. So I followed up. Didn't hear anything. Followed up. Didn't hear anything. So I'm like, okay, what is going on? And I thought that was a little rude if they went with somebody else. I mean, they could at least give me the the decency to let me know. Um, Especially since, you know, the person that um, my former uh, colleague was working there... You know, so actually had reached out to her and was like, you know, did they hire somebody? Like, you know, I just wanted to know, like, if they went with somebody else, fine, but just let me know. Like, and I got my hopes up high, you know, the, the best, the good thing was that I still had a job, you know what I mean? So as much as I wanted to leave there, I was still thankful that I had a job. Anyway, long story short, um, never heard back from either one of them. And I didn't bother to follow up. You know, I reached out to her. She said she would, this, I'm going to say her, sorry, my former colleague. And she never gotten back. Well, she said that she would reach out and let me know when she hears something. Never heard back from her. Never heard back from a hiring person. I was so disappointed. <laughs> and I think disappointment was an understatement because it just was all points were leading to I got the position. And when it didn't happen, and it's not so much that it didn't happen. Well, yeah, it was so much that it didn't happen. But I think it was worse was, you know, the lack of consideration and just how everything transpired. And I was very disappointed because I was ready for a new start. And it's so funny because when I was going uh, on the interview, um, for those who know, I live in New Jersey, live 25 minutes outside the city in New York City. And the position I had applied for was downtown, um, actually right by the World Trade Center. Um, so it required me to take a train, which was definitely something that um, I've never done for work. You know, I'm taking a train into the city, but I'm saying I never had to have my own vehicle. I always worked in New Jersey. And I'm someone that... Um, not a big fan of public transportation, <laughs> to say the least, especially when I've been driving 
for so many years. I mean, I, t- I take public transportation going to the city, but it's not an everyday thing, you know. So I just remember being on the train like, wow, can I really do this? Because we know you've seen the subways and the train station. We were literally standing on top of each other or sitting on top of each other. And all just things like, oh my gosh, the germs. But I was like, whatever, I gotta do what I have to do. I'm just looking at the future. I'm looking at the bigger picture. But I really think that, um, so fast forward, um, and I was even asking God, like, you know, what happened? Like, why didn't it work out? Like, why did it, everything just seemed like it was just falling into place. And for me not to get that job, like, what happened? So anyway, a year later, maybe two years later, um, end up finding out that they actually went with a former um, uh, colleague, and the, she ran. She actually ran into um, someone at, at my current job, was just saying how much she hates it, the commute, and how they're not able to work remote, and all these things. And I was just so thankful. Um, Because the worst thing is, you know, I was already going to have to, and I know eventually I would have gotten used to the commute, but I know it would have taken a while because, you know, that that crowding thing is is not my uh, cup of tea. But now I see why things didn't work out and end up getting um, promoted on my current job. So even though back then I was disappointed to say the least, and when I tell you all I was disappointed, (laughs) I... And not stop talking about that for a minute um, because I was just baffled. You know, it's one thing if I'm, you know, messed up on an interview or whatever, you know, but for, like I said, for everything to appear to have fallen into place and it looks like all points were leading to me getting the job and not getting it, you know, I was just confused to say the least. But I was just so thankful, you know, because God knows. Or God knew that that wasn't for me. He has something greater uh, in store for me. And let's say, I think the position, um, well, no, I'm not gonna say, I was going to say the name, but the company's name, but um, maybe not. But I knew that I'd be probably spending <laughs> my paycheck would have went more toward uh, they would be getting half my paycheck probably, you know, but um but I'm, I'm grateful, you know, because, you know, our father knows what's best for us. And truth be told, I know that commute would have been taking a toll on me, especially because it's always something going on with the train lines and, you know, is, and I'm so used to, you know, after the end of my, after end of my work day, jumping in my car and going home, you know, and having to rely on public transportation definitely would have been um, taking some getting used to, you know, but I would, I, I would have done what I needed to do. I guess I was looking at the bigger picture, but I'm so happy that it didn't work out because God has something greater and I didn't see it at the time. Um, but he reveals, he always tends to, and some things he doesn't reveal, you know, some things I'm waiting for question and not that he even owes us an explanation, you know, but it's nice when we have one, but now I see in my, my, uh, I received an answer to my question. So I just wanted to, um, like I said, just really encourage you today that you may have lost that job or lost, you know, the relationship or whatever it is that you lost, but know that 
we serve a God that is um, a God of restoration. And whatever was lost can be regained. You know, but the key thing is to take the lesson from it and really look back and just see, okay, what part did I play in this? What role did I play in this? And learn from it. But don't beat yourself up. Please don't beat yourself up, you know. Um, but just know that he has greater. And like I said, just follow those tools that I had mentioned earlier. And you'll be fine. And you'll be fine and be able to help somebody else get through you know, the disappointments. So I love you all with the love of the Lord. I thank you for uh, stopping by. Until next time, more grace.